0: Welcome to the Live Life Well podcast for busy women with me, Joanne Bibby. I hope this is a place where you'll find encouragement, inspiration and community to live life well, body, mind and soul. Well, hi there and welcome to another episode of the Live Life Well podcast. And if you are like me, are a busy woman who is interested in health and well-being, and you want to find community and encouragement to take care of yourself, body, mind, and soul? Then you are in the right place, and you are so welcome here. And also welcome to my fabulous guest today, who is Natalie Clare, who is a life coach for women in STEM, which we're going to hear more about in a moment. So, Natalie, welcome, and please do tell us what does. STEM stand for and how did you get into that career? Tell us more. Yeah
1: sure, thank you so much Joe, for inviting me today and I'm so happy to be here. So STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering and Maths. So these are the different subjects that follow on to the different industries that they are part of and it's generally as you can imagine it's a very male-dominated field but I am so passionate about empowering women and encouraging women to really pursue what they want to do, whether that's in their career, in their life, in their business. And so I'm pursuing that career too. And um, I, interestingly, I graduated with that many years ago. And I didn't initially go into engineering. I actually went into entrepreneurship, really, and did my own thing for a few years, did a variety of things, speaking, coaching, and writing. And then it was most recently during the pandemic when I really thought, okay, what's something I don't want to regret not doing in life? And the engineering came back up and I was like, well, let me go for it. Let me get back into the industry and do that career because it's something I do love. I am passionate about STEM And so I embarked on that again this year. And yeah, it's been fantastic getting back into the industry and kind of changing lanes with making that my main thing and then making my entrepreneurship the side thing.
0: Fantastic. And that's so amazing that you're able to build a successful career and build a business alongside that that you love mm. um, which we'll talk about more in a moment as well because tonight's theme is all around kind of having the courage to pursue our dreams which I love I love that topic and I love that you suggested that and Natalie Claire I'm I'm all about that here so um, what's it been like uh, as a, a woman in, in STEM in that industry have you found that's been an obstacle or something you've had to overcome or do you feel you had to sort of prove yourself or would you say that's a bit of a stereotype? How, what's your experience been? Um, generally, it's been a mixture of both. And in the beginning, it's, it has
1: been a bit about proving yourself. And as time has gone on, I think industry in general and the world in general have got more understanding of it and really wanting to encourage girls into their careers because we, as a population, we need women in all industries to really have their say, have their ideas and the intellect as part of the solutions that we need in this world and so I found that as time has gone by from the time I graduated to now things have changed there's much more openness much more um, encouragement and even in the leadership as well currently my manager she's a woman and that's the first time that's happened to me like a female manager and yeah and it's just that representation has increased and also the men in the industry are also supporting women and also trying to understand women and really embrace that like togetherness in terms of men and women in teams actually create better teams and better solutions so things have changed over the years mm-hmm
0: that's great mm. to hear and it's great to hear that you're, you've sort of forged the way for that to happen and it's great for girls to see other women in that industry if there's girls in school that just love those yes. subjects that they can see people mm. like them in that industry doing mm. well and I'm so glad that people are recognising that women bring something different mm. like we're equal but we're different yes. aren't we so we can bring something unique to mm. the role um, so that's fantastic you have had a mostly positive experience by the sounds yes. of it <laughs> yeah oh great and so what's made it, I, I've heard this term a lot recently, this idea of being multi-passionate, like having different sort of passions that you want to pursue. So what made you want to have a side, no, I don't really like, like the term side hustle, but uh, a side project that you also love as well as this career you love? Because that's that takes a lot of time and energy, doesn't it? So what made you want to pursue both streams? Yes, it does take a lot
1: of time, effort and energy. Um, and it's just a t- determination. And um, for me personally, it's really not having any regrets in life. So being able to do what you want to do. And there's never a perfect time. So if you want to have a career, you want to have a business, you want to have a family, start start with where you are and things will fall into place that's what I found is that when you're going after something that you truly passionate about that you truly love is there will be space for it there will be time for it and one thing I have found out it's not all about doing everything at one time it's just about having that balance of letting one thing be the main thing for a time and then focus on another thing and kind of ebb and flow from one to the other. So when I first got back into the industry at the beginning of this year, I really scaled back down my business side of things, the networking, all the different groups I was part of, and had to generally say no to a lot of things in order to give myself time and space to really settle in back into engineering, to industry, really get to terms with that nine to five life. That's kind of been it was a drastic shock on my system kind of being in that rigid framework (laughs) so at that point really I really slowed things down in my business and that took priority at that time so now that it's nearly the end of the year I've been in in it for just over a year and now I can really balance things a bit more a bit more focus on my business because I've got a good system a good routine and that's what I do kind of balance one thing to the next and it is possible and it's just about making one thing the main focus at a time. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah I love that so it's it's not that we can do everything Mm. all at once but we can we can work and we can also go after our dreams and I think sometimes when we feel busy we think we've got to remove things from our life but actually sometimes there's something missing isn't there like there's that idea of the pillars Mm. of well-being and sometimes when you're feeling discouraged or down or stuck there's maybe actually there's something missing that we need to add in that's going to then energize yes. us so i guess it's that sort of feeling like we're living from our sense of purpose and just finding that purpose isn't it and that will give you the energy to then go do the things you need to do to go after your dreams which is for you your business that's the thing that really kind of that sets your soul on fire helping other people yes,
1: absolutely in that absolutely way. that's so true in terms of what you're truly created to do and be on this earth, it's really just having the courage to pursue it. Um, I think most times we, we are scared about what people will think, we're worried about um, self doubt and if we'll succeed or fail and you'll never get to find out unless you embark on that journey and that's where the real experience happens, the real adventure happens, just kind of taking that
0: brave step to go go for it yeah Yeah, I love that I love that idea of going after adventure and having the courage because change can be scary and it does take courage to make any kind of change in our lives whether it is going back to Mm full-time work or it is starting a business but you're right, all the best things happen outside of our comfort zones, absolutely. don't they? We just take that step, that, that leap of faith. Mm-hmm. So that's fantastic that you've been able to do that. And I've realised as we're chatting, I meant to ask you at the start, Natalie Claire, um, the question I like to ask all my guests. So I'd love to hear your answer for this question. What does living life well mean to you? We might have covered some of the topics already, but I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on that. Yes, absolutely. Um,
1: living well to me, it means about living a life that put where I put my values first and in everything I do and every decision I make it's looking back at what my values are and like most people I have many but I like to narrow them down to four and that for me that's faith, family, fitness and also financial freedom and because that really then supports the other things that I want to do in terms of taking care of others helping others in my faith um and in my family and also with my fitness those are things that are all supporting each other by working together so yeah living a a life well is about putting my values first
0: yeah and that's so good and that's a theme that does come up quite often on the podcast how important it is to, to know our yes. values because that just helps us define all our decisions it helps give us that foundation to make the big decisions in our life like do they align with our values mm. will this decision take me closer to my goals so it's so helpful to do that isn't it to narrow it down and I love your little voice yes. that's <laughs> fantastic it's really good to <laughs> be remembering it and I know for both of us our faith is really important yes. to us that's like a big factor mm-hmm. in in making decisions in our life isn't it and just feeling there is a purpose to our lives so that we are made to make a yes. difference and we're all made with a unique purpose um, but like fitness how do you how do you fit that in that like, <laughs> how, like, you're working you've got your business how, how do you manage to take care of yourself as well um, all
1: that? It's, uh, yeah similar it's um, just about timing so there are times periods of times where I go where just going for a, a daily walk is part of my fitness Mm -hmm. and then there'll be other times when maybe I can have a 10-15 minute workout and then at different times like at the moment I've recently joined the gym so figuring out how to fit that in at the moment is as after work so I've decided on joining a gym that's close to my work so straight after work I can go to the gym for maybe just 30 minutes um, once twice a week maybe three times a week And then straight home and back to family life with my husband. So it's just about really looking at the season of life I'm in. And at the moment, yes, there's a a bit more time for fitness in terms of the schedule I can create with that. It it goes well with finishing work, going to the gym, coming home. And at other times, it might be too much because there's certain maybe projects I'm focusing on in, in business so it's just about knowing the different seasons are in yeah
0: and allocating oh that's so mm-hmm. good yeah because sometimes there are things that come up and we can't focus on our well-being as much yes. in terms of you know preparing food and going to the gym mm-hmm. and we've got to be okay with that but then knowing that it is an important thing to us it is yes. a priority mm-hmm. um, and I love how you sort of fit it in around your schedules so it doesn't feel like another massive thing you've got mm-hmm. to do you're doing it on the way somewhere on the way home so you're not having to go home then go out again and you're right, it doesn't have to be an hour workout, no. like 15 minutes is so much better than doing nothing. And then like, what do you find? What are the, the main benefits to you um, from prioritising your fitness? Is it for your sort of mental well-being, your physical well-being? What difference does it make in your life? Definitely um, for
1: physical body, the physical body to feel stronger, to feel well and um, healthy. And yeah, for mental health, definitely it helps with focus at work, like being focused, Mm -hmm. and just those endorphins to keep your energy and your mood boosted, or like all the time. That's one thing that I really enjoy. That mood booster I have, like when I go to the gym one evening, the next day I'm really energetic, I'm really fired up. joyous and yeah I think wow that made a difference it it didn't feel like much at the time just doing like a 20 minute run on the treadmill but it definitely definitely does help and it's so important to keep our our bodies healthy so that our mind is healthy Mm. and able to focus able to enjoy life better.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah they're so linked aren't they our our mental and our physical well-being you can't separate them if you do something that's good for one it'll help the other won't it so yeah that's fantastic. Um, and I know what you mean, I I miss, if I don't go for a walk in the morning, I definitely notice it. I'm not as energetic, mm-hmm. I'm not as focused. But sometimes there's a bit of a lie that we can believe that if you exercise, you're going to be really tired and not going to be able to do anything. But I find completely the opposite. Yes. You you feel much more energetic the rest of the day, but then you will sleep better because you have yes. had that workout. Mm-hmm. And just that space to clear your mind. And I'm so glad that now that fitness isn't about losing weight so much. Mm-hmm. I think in the sort of 90s, 2000s, you pictures of women in Leotard trying to be skinny but it's much more about empowering us to feel good enough to do all the things that we need to do and feel well and and I I love that it's a much more positive healthy focus to have on fitness yes absolutely definitely um I don't
1: have any particular goal other than just
0: being healthy (laughs) yeah 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 I love that that's a great Mm -hmm. goal I think it's having a positive focus around a negative one isn't it's like you're not i don't have to work out just to keep myself a certain way i want i want to work out because i want to feel well like it's a privilege isn't it to get to move our body absolutely oh fantastic and i love what you were saying before that about financial freedom one of your other values and but it's not just about having that for yourself it's about doing something that you love that creates an income and it's a total win-win isn't it and that'd be my like my dream and my my hope for everyone listening that they could find that thing that they love that also creates an income that also helps other mm-hmm. people. I think that's always the goal, isn't mm-hmm. it? And it sounds like you're you're on track for that. So that's <laughs> that's fantastic. Well so just thinking about mm-hmm. that sort of you've been able to do something that you love that creates an income stream for you. What what was where did your sort of passion for coaching other women in STEM come from? Or even your passion for coaching to start off with maybe and then why did you decide to focus on on that sort of group of people for your coaching? Yes, it was a very interesting way that how I got into coaching. Actually, it was um,
1: it was when I graduated, and I was looking to go into the engineering engineering industry, and it didn't quite work out. So I was figuring out what to do, and I happened to bump into a coach who was talking about confidence and five percent more confidence. And I was like, oh, that's not much. But it would help a lot. I would be bolder in everything I'm doing. I'd ask for things. I would, you know, be visible, show up to places differently. And she really impressed me. And I kind of just find found out more about her and what does she do? And And then I had coaching myself. That's where it began. And The biggest outcome of that was that she helped me realize that we all have life goals, like, oh, I want to do this before I die. I want to do that before I die, you know. And she helped me realize that all your goals, if you really put your mind to it, you can make them all happen within a year. And when she helped me realize that, I was like, wow, that's amazing. It's all about really setting the goal, creating a plan, having the intention and taking action on those plans that you've created and things that you want to do in life they don't have to be oh yes I'll do this before I die and who knows that when that could be you don't you're not guaranteed 50 years of life or 100 years of life so what can you do in the next day in the next week in the next month to really get started on that and I was so impressed because my life was changed by coaching so I thought how I would love to do this for people. I'd love to help them change their lives too. And and then I embarked on that journey. I was like, yes, I'd love to become a coach. That's kind of where we got started. And I've always been in STEM and always been around women in STEM because that's what I'm passionate about. And when I first started coaching, I was coaching women in general. And the more I coached women, the more I realized that the most of the women I was coaching were already in STEM because we had that similarity of structure, order, academic background. And the one thing that really helps women in STEM through coaching is helping them to truly feel comfortable doing something they're passionate about, rather than just something they're academically smart at, because that almost comes easy to them. It's like, oh, of course I did well. Of course I'm one of few women and I can do it really well, but I'm really passionate about something else. So yeah, a few of my friends in STEM, they, they'll have a passion in something completely outside of the STEM industry. And they're so worried about what people think. Oh my goodness, you know, I'm only known for the science thing. I'm only known for the engineering and maths. But if I want to do fashion, or if I want to do coaching, if I want to do become a personal trainer... That's something I'm really passionate about and so I coach women in stem to be comfortable and confident to go out and do that very thing that they're passionate about outside of their career outside of their academic ab- abilities and yeah I found a really good match for me and them we kind of
0: understand each other <laughs> oh bright I can totally see that how you you get you get that group of women because you've gone on a similar yes. path to them you'll relate really well also even if it's been in a position where you're just like there's there's more like this is great but there, there's also more and sometimes you just need that little bit of accountability or someone to cheer you on mm-hmm. to take that that seed that you've got that little dream to turn it into something real like you said and not just to put it off but actually to take action towards that and I really hear what you're saying about sometimes we can find our identity or our, our feelings of self-worth and our career or our title yes. And and that takes courage to step away from that, doesn't it? And and maybe realise that's not where our, our self worth comes from. That it comes from something inside us, and that um, just having someone like you alongside to give to give you that bit of courage just to start that exploring that path. Um, so I love that you've really niched down to that because I think women in that industry in that situation would just really identify with you, and you'd be in such a good position to help them move forward with that yes
1: thank you absolutely um we all have different things that we're passionate about and and it's okay to have different passions and to pursue them Mm
0: -hmm. yes yes so this is your permission to do that tonight (laughs) absolutely (laughs) and it's exciting isn't it it's like that that whole multi-passionate thing it's exciting to explore different aspects of yourself like you're not just one thing are you you're we're like multifaceted um, individuals yes. and it's exciting to see like dig in and see what treasure there is like yes, absolutely. The
1: absolutely.
0: it must be so rewarding to sort of call that out and people to like call out that treasure and just to encourage them to take those steps and just see what that leads to and be part of that journey yes it's amazing um coaching is so fulfilling
1: um like really down to my soul in terms of helping women do something that they were so s- kind of scared to do or worried about. and knowing that helping them see that talent they have within themselves because sometimes you worry that I'm not good enough to do something. But when you're so passionate about something, you you put your all. So it's not about being the expert, but it's about doing your best. And when you're passionate about it, you learn all about it. You really get deep into it. And you want to change your life, but you also want to change other people's lives by something that you've discovered and you've learned and you're passionate about. And so it's just about helping them really take that out into the world. And like you already have it and you know how amazing and passionate you are about it. But let's share it with others and let's gift
0: others this gift that you have to yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. So if you're a woman in any of those industries that we've touched on and you've got this dream, then um, speak to Natalie Claire and she'll mm-hmm. I feel like you'll just lend them a little bit of courage to get yes. started and then there'll be there'll be no stopping them. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So we've sort of touched on mm-hmm. this Natalie Claire, but um when we're talking about how you fit with your sort of fitness and welding into your yes. busy life. But when I when I see you, you know, on social media and when I when I meet up with you, I'm always just so impressed about how kind of organized you are and how well you manage your time. So I want you to hit us with your top tips for time management. (laughs) Absolutely. And it's all about
1: routines, schedules and planning. Um, I'm a big believer in planning everything, even including the time you want to rest, the time you want to do nothing, the time that you will just have a block of time that's empty. Like literally scheduling it all because sometimes we even forget to schedule time for ourselves to rest that self-care so really putting that into your schedule and I do this usually on a Sunday evening I look look at my diary and it's daily weekly and every hour I kind of look at what I would like to do and big chunks of time go to work go to putting a few hours into my business and For me at the moment, it's five to 10 hours in my business. That's a really good balance. So not overexerting myself, but also enough time for me to still be working on it and growing it and building it and really scheduling things like I I love to do batch cooking on the Sunday so that meals are prepared in advance. I plan my outfits as well um, so I don't have that decision fatigue. So it's a it's a lot of planning um, and having that time to plan. So for about one hour on a Sunday evening, I'll be planning things for the week. And also beforehand, I'll be making things easier for myself during that week. So my workout clothes are planned. My outfits are planned. There'll be food ready for the week. And then during the week, it's much easier to do everything else. OK, go to work, come back, go to the gym, come back. There's already food. Okay, maybe an hour or two in my business. And this is my schedule. But what I help my clients do is create their own schedule for themselves that really works with their lifestyle, works with their career, their priorities, family and being able to fit that in. Because sometimes we don't really we feel overwhelmed because we're not looking at everything and finding time for where it will go in our schedule. And so that's what I help my clients do. I help them really look at everything that they want to do, things that are priority, what their values are, and what can we fit into the schedule. And that creates something that you're happy with, because once you're kind of clear on what you want to do and what you will be doing in the next week, then that overwhelm kind of settles and
0: disappears. And you're like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love, like, the proper practical step-by-step tips. I'm like, give me it all. <laughs> give me it all. I need this. <laughs> so good. And you're right. Like, your schedule is great for you, but all of our schedules will look Absolutely. different. We all have different priorities. Mm-hmm. But I think the principles that you're talking about, the scheduling, planning, the preparing, like, it's so it just makes like life so much easier. And I love what you said about decision fatigue. Oh, my word. Like, the worst thing I've... Feel about being an adult is having to study yes. every night, especially with two fussy children. Like, mm-hmm. I love cooking when it's just me and a clean kitchen, but that doesn't happen mm. very often. But literally, and the kids are like, "What's my what tea, mum?" Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so but like what you're saying, like plan it, plan, plan on your outfits. I'm so impressed by that. I don't know if I'll ever be at that level. <laughs> I can only dream. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I was younger in my like more like fun loving endorphin yes. chasing days I used to think all oh, this was really boring but now as, a, as an adult and a mum and a busy mm-hmm. woman myself like I can see how helpful it is and it just does free up your brain space yes. for the more fun Absolutely. stuff doesn't it when you've got all that you take that little bit of time I love it you do it on a Sunday Sunday evening prepare mm-hmm. for the week prepare your meals your outfits your diary um, then you've got your head you've got a clear yes. head then to focus on all the other things you've got mm-hmm. to do so I am totally going to take these books on board. <laughs> so good. at sure, so And yeah. And I love what you were saying about like your business, that you run your business five, 10, 10 hours a week. I think that is really inspiring and encouraging to people listening if if they've got a dream to start something mm. on the side, that it doesn't have to consume your whole life. Like you can fit into the pockets of your days yes. and your weeks. Like we're, we're recording this on a Saturday mm. evening because we can and we want to. This is both of us exactly. doing our businesses. Yeah. but my kids are watching a christmas movie they're quite happy um, you know no one's missing out we're getting to build our yes. dreams around our busy schedules mm-hmm. and i hope that's a real encouragement for people listening that it doesn't have to be 40 50 hours a week does it you can still go after your dreams in the yes of time that you have absolutely and
1: i kind of settled on
0: that time five to
1: ten because depending on how life's going work's going energy levels so i Instead of having a strict rule that I have to do 10 to 15 hours a week, it's about what is possible this week. Okay, if it's going to be a five hour week, that's fine. There's other things going on, let's just get go to those five hours. If wow, I have energy, this more free time, then yes, let's push it to the 10 hours. And just having that flexibility
0: too really helps. Mm Yeah, you have got to enjoy it, don't you? We're doing this because yes. we love it, not because we have to do it. So there's no point being your own worst like taskmaster. It's ha- it's all about having that flexibility, isn't and it? Yes. Like, that's the joy of mm-hmm. it. Oh, that's so good. I love those tips. That's fantastic. Um, I'm definitely going to take some of those on board. It's good <laughs> reminders and like planning your diary sort of hour by hour. I find that really helpful. Like having a diary that's got a whole day to a page with a little time yes. slots. And I love what you said. I just remembered about. Scheduling and rest, that is so important, isn't it? If we don't, Mm -hmm. our time will just get filled with other stuff and we'll we'll end up burnt out, overstretched. That is so important, isn't it?
1: The ramifications of that is so much more. Like Once you're burnt out, then maybe for a week or two, you won't feel like doing the things you're actually passionate about. So self-care is not supposed to be a a remedy. It's It's supposed to be a preventative measure to really look after yourself. So that you keep going and you're generally
0: happier and life is easier. Mm-hmm. Yes, it should be preventative. Yeah. I love that. Definitely. And we will enjoy doing all the other things that we do much more if we feel well rested and recharged. Yes, hopefully. we will. <laughs> oh, that's been so good. I love just what you're doing and what you stand for and what you bring to the table so thank you, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us tonight And um, but how can we stay in touch if there's women listening that would like to continue the conversation with you maybe they've got a dream they'd like to pursue and they'd love your input how can they get in touch with you well i'd love to connect with you all and i have my website which is
1: just nasa claire and on all social media, I'm just Hi Natalie Claire. So you can find me on Instagram mostly. I'm there every day on stories, love sharing what I'm up to, what I'm doing, and how I help women in STEM create their dream life and their dream business alongside their career in the time that they have, so that they can really be happy and
0: successful. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's the goal, yes. isn't it? And follow Natalie Claire even if you're not women's STEM, if you're just a couple of women or anyone because I love your stories and they they give you lots of time management inspiration and I just love seeing you on there so just follow you. Absolutely yes I'm all
1: about empowering (laughs) women to do what they love to do and I think it's such a special time in terms of really uplifting women and allowing women to be the leaders in this world and to be the leaders in their own lives so that they can really show others, the next generation, that it is possible to really fill your life with things that you are passionate about and to be happy about that. Yeah. Yes,
0: we need you, women. We need you. We need to rise up and bring all our unique power yes. and gifts that we
1: we mm-hmm. have.
0: Just let that out and make a difference in the world. Absolutely, yes. love that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, Malika, just to end on a fun note, please tell us. If it was your last meal on this earth, what would you be having? Oh
1: wow! So for me, um, I'm vegan, so I would have a, a vegan lasagna with every single vegetable that I love, which is practically all of them. <laughs> and I find that a lasagna, vegetable lasagna with everything, is just so delicious. Like then I get the the best of both. I can kind of have all the vegetables I want in one dish.
0: <laughs> That's what I'll have. Yeah. Um, absolutely love it. Oh, vegetables are amazing, aren't they? I love yes. vegetables. I could love a vegetable. And lasagna is one of those things that it's great to eat, but it's a bit of a faff to cook. So it's one of those like yes. treats, isn't it? That you'd save for special occasions. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you kind of have to plan it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Mm. That does sound good. Oh, Natalie Queer, thank you so much for being on here tonight. I've loved listening to you and oh, chatting thank with you, you and so I'm much. sure everyone listening has really enjoyed it and taken a long for, lot from it so thank you so much for your and time you too
1: thank you so much it's been a pleasure and uh looking forward to catching up again
0: oh great i'll see you soon okay. take care bye oh thank you so much for listening to today's episode i'm sure you enjoyed it as much as i did chatting with natalie Clare. just a little side note to let you know about a new coaching course that I'm launching in the new year called 30 Days to Healthy Habits and I'm really excited to be working with five busy women who have a passion for health and wellness but feel a bit stuck with their own and would just like some accountability to move forward with their health goals. We're going to be looking at mindset, we're going to be looking at forming healthy habits for life, we're going to be looking at looking after your gut health which affects every area of our health to have more energy and focus. And just to feel as good as we're meant to feel by the end of the 30 days and beyond, you'll get recipes and a workbook and a healthy habits tracker. So if you're interested in that, I've got a special offer on at the moment. It's £35 to do the plan instead of 95 So you can connect with me on Instagram to find out more, um, joe underscore live life well, and you'll find all the details on there.